If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GainBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. No wonder GainBridge has earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. Get started today at GainBridge.io. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Thanks for listening to the Best of Heard Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 12 to 3 Eastern, 9 to noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and FS1. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Herd. This is the Best of the Herd with Colin Cowher on Fox Sports Radio. Here we go on a busy Tuesday, live in Los Angeles. It's The Herd, wherever you may be and however you may be listening or viewing. Thanks for making us part of your day. J-Mac on vacation this week. Ryan, very capably filling in on her line news. In one hour from now, it's my first and probably last mock draft. I'm going to do the top ten picks. I am not making predictions on what's going to happen. But I am picking, based on if I was the general manager, what I would do. And since we all know I'm capable of being a GM, it'll look a lot like everybody else's mock draft. But I've got a couple big gambles uh, and one player who's not going to be picked in the top ten. So it's my mock draft. I get um, sadly very excited for this. If I was the GM of the top ten teams picking, this is what I would do. I've said before. Uh, you know, that if I didn't do this for a living, that's what I'd want to do. I'd want to be an NFL general manager. I like the architecture, the construct of all these teams. So you'll, you'll see uh, where we go. And I think all the picks make complete, absolute, inarguable success. That's one hour from now. But I want to start with a story and talk UConn's fifth national basketball men's title. Is that years ago when I worked at the other place, ESPN, it was uh, LSU was facing Ohio State in the national championship game. And at the time, Urban Meyer was the coach of Florida, and ESPN hired him to be an analyst for the game. And so I had seen him up in Bristol, Connecticut, and I had known Urban a little bit before that, and so we talked. You know, give me some a thought on what you think happens in the game. The, the Ohio State game, he wasn't coaching Ohio State yet, and the LSU national championship game. And he laid it out perfectly. 
Um, and he said, LSU by two touchdowns. Ohio State will probably have a couple of big plays early. So I went on the air and basically said, you know, because he was from Ohio. He didn't want to, you know, put it out there for Buckeye fans, right? He, he didn't want to rub it in their face. But he had told me, you know, don't attribute it to me, but LSU is going to win this game because they got just more running backs, more receivers. They have more of everything, and they're going to win this game by a couple of touchdowns. And it's something I've thought about a lot is that the coaches, they're really good coaches. They know what they can do and know what they can't do, especially in college sports where the margins are wider. They're just talent gaps. And when I watch the, the body language of Dan Hurley, who's a pretty intense guy, the coach at UConn, when I listen to him pregame, during timeouts, halftime, and I watched his body language throughout, Dan Hurley knew he had the significantly better team last night. And as you watched it, it was obvious. Connecticut was too deep, way too big. In fact, San Diego State shot 32%. That's a good basketball team. That's a really good basketball team. Shot 32%, too much depth, way too much size, and an excellent coach. And Dan Hurley knew it. He, he told you without telling you is that it is harder to predict in pro sports what's going to happen in games because the margins are tight. But when TCU plays Georgia, it doesn't take you more than about four or five series to figure out, maybe two or three series, who the better team is. You could tell six minutes into that game, the size was becoming a huge factor. And there's been this discussion, is UConn a blue blood or not? They're the definition of a blue blood. They've got five national titles in 24 years but with three different coaches. Now, what does that tell you? Well, first of all, Kentucky in the last 24 years, a blue blood has one title. Kansas, the definition of a blue blood in 24 years, has two titles. UConn's got five. Now, they've had some valleys where Kansas, Duke haven't, but the definition of a blue blood is that you're not tied to one great coach. Kansas State had one great football coach. Like, he leaves, they're not the same program. I grew up in Seattle, University of Washington. We won a national title with Don James. We've sputtered Peaks Valleys ever since. Chris Peterson could have been the next Don James, but he didn't stay long enough. The definition of a blue blood is it doesn't take one culture or one coach or one legend or one vision. You can bring in a variety of coaches and still dominate the sport. And this was about as physically dominating as a college basketball team I've ever seen. Now, is it an all-time great team? College basketball is different today than it was 20 years ago when you had Patrick Ewing coming back year after year. But this was a really good basketball team. I had picked Duke to win it all. And then after two games, I watched UConn and thought and said on the air, yeah, yeah, UConn's the best team. Uh, and Dan Hurley had said in January, there was a quote in the internet I saw about a week ago, he said in early January, you better get us now. Because we're figuring this thing out, and we're going to be really good. And man, were they against a really solid San Diego State team. Congrats to the UConn Huskies, Title V, and here's their coach. Obviously, uh, you know, dream come true for all of us. Uh, you know, as a part of the program, uh, you know, we, we sold the vision. You know, I sold the vision that I could, you know, put together a special group of people, a coaching staff, and unbelievable players like this. Uh, um, you know, so it feels great to come through on promises made by me to, to all this, you know, the great people of Connecticut. And then with these guys, this was our vision. This was our dream. This is what we talked about when we recruited these guys, that we could get together and do something big like this. 
And they did. Congrats. I had the pleasure to live there for a decade and watch Jim Calhoun beat the Dukes and the Carolinas and the Syracuse for years. It is the definition of a blue blood, regardless of the man leading it. By the way, women's basketball at UConn, there was a there was a time in America, and it was a fairly sustained time for over two decades, that UConn had the best women's program and arguably the best men's program. And there was one year they also made the Fiesta Bowl in football. Considering the size of the state, a remarkable achievement. Congrats to the Huskies. So um, we know that Carolina moved up and moved a bunch of parts to get to the number one pick. So I thought about this after the show. I told the guys after the show, something's ruminating. I'm going to polish it and figure it out. But here it is. Carolina is going to take Bryce Young with the number one pick. And here's why. Okay, I'm going to lay it out there. Here's why. And let me give you this example. Buying a new house is hard, and it's usually expensive. You're going to pay more, right? And um, it's hard. The moving's hard. The kids boxing things up. You're paying for It's hard. So if you decide to move in life, you're generally not going to do it for something that's slightly better. It's going to be a significantly better school district, a significantly safer neighborhood, a significantly better view closer to the beach. You don't move just to move because something is just a little better. Generally, most people move because moving is hard and expensive and costly. You move because something is clearly, definitively an upgrade. Carolina was not going to give up their best wide receiver two seconds and a first for pretty good. C.J. Stroud's a pretty good prospect. Will Levis, nobody's sure. Anthony Richardson, huge gamble. You move up to get the most polished, most refined, most ready, and best self-awareness. That's why you move up. And arguably, arguably the most accurate, though C.J. Stroud's really good in that department. Why would you give up D.J. Moore for good? Nobody considers C.J. Stroud the best high school quarterback ever. And for most of his college career, we didn't consider him the best college quarterback. Bryce Young, both boxes checked. Self-awareness, agility, pocket awareness, seize downfield, accuracy, winning, productive, everything. Yeah, you wish he was taller and heavier. So do I. So does everybody. But he's the best prospect. Does he have the highest ceiling? I don't know. He's the best prospect. But if Carolina, if you really think about it, thought Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud were identical, then why give up D.J. Moore and just go to the number two pick with Houston? They called Houston. I was told that. If you don't think there's any separation from any of these quarterbacks, then just go up to number three or number four. You don't go up to number one. And to go to number one, they had to give up their star receiver, which they didn't want to do. But you go to number one and give up extra things. It's more costly for a significantly better prospect. I don't know what the ceiling is. No question Anthony Richardson's a bigger, stronger athlete. No question Will Levis has a better arm. No question that C.J. Stroud is bigger. I'm not denying that. But you could get those guys at two, three, four. Bryce Young, if you don't want to risk it, it's going to cost you more. That's, that's what happens when you make the big move. And I thought about that last night. To make that kind of move, 
you're only doing it for one guy because you didn't have to move to number one to get Anthony Richardson or Will Levis, and you probably didn't have to move to number one to get C.J. Stroud. So I'm going to go. My gut feeling is Bryce Young. Now, now I will say this. The betting boards think I'm wrong, and they think it's C.J. Stroud. I think if you wanted C.J. Stroud or you saw very little difference with C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young, you wouldn't have given up D.J. Moore. You would have given up a couple of seconds and a first and just gone to Houston. Because they called Arizona, they called Houston, they called Chicago. They wanted to control it because they wanted their guy. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. The code is HERD, H-E-R-D. New customers can bet 5 bucks, get $150 instantly in bonus bets. That's only at DraftKings Sportsbook and only with the code HERD, H-E-R-D. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-367. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen nicotine pouches, you can find many. Not only did Zen create the first ever nicotine pouch, we're still America's number one choice for smoke-free, spit-free nicotine satisfaction. It could be because Zen is made with only six simple ingredients, including naturally derived nicotine salt. Or maybe it's because Zinn is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day trial. For anyone worried Zinn won't cut it like traditional tobacco, just ask one of the millions of people who have achieved lasting change. You have lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zinn. Find your Zinn online or in a store near you at zinn.com find. That's zyn.com find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Generally, media people are not business people, uh, and so some of this is obvious and self-evident, but momentum is a real thing in business. Timing is a real thing in business. 
The media struggles with this concept. So I've, I've been saying on Lamar Jackson is I would sign him for a lot of reasons. He wins a lot of games. The other reason I'd sign him is because now Joe Burrow's the second best quarterback in the league in your division. Deshaun Watson should be better than he was last year. I don't think he's great, but he's certainly good. And Kenny Pickett at the end of the year won seven of his last nine starts. I think you'd be fine for a year or two because you're the Ravens, the culture, the coaching, the defense. You would be a viable team, but you're not You're not winning a division with the fourth best quarterback in the division. And with Lamar, you probably have the second best quarterback in that division. Mahomes, Burrow, to me, have separated from the league. Accuracy, big game situations, winning games. So, but timing matters in business. Lamar Jackson's timing isn't great. A lot of these big contract quarterbacks have not, have not panned out. And so Albert Breer, writing for Sports Illustrated, an anonymous uh, league executive was quoted saying, who actually got what they paid for with these big quarterbacks? And this goes to the momentum, Bitcoin, real estate, the stock market, star quarterbacks, NFTs, things have bubbles, right? And we were in a little bit of a quarterback bubble where we were just handing out gigantic money because Stafford goes to the Rams and Stafford wins a Super Bowl and hell with those picks and pay him what you got to pay him. And then all of a sudden Stafford wasn't very good and Kyler's contract and Aaron now. And here's the big money contracts. And the, the executive asked a simple question. Who's getting what they paid for? Aaron Rodgers, 50 million, missed the playoffs in a wonky division. Russell Wilson, disaster. Kyler Murray, disaster. Deshaun, <laughs> he's a disaster, and it was a disaster. Patrick Mahomes, the outlier, the best quarterback on the planet. Josh Allen, mostly been worth the money. Derek Carr, missed the playoffs. Stafford, disaster up front, missed the playoffs. And Dak Prescott, Dallas now has to move off Zeke. They had to move off Amari Cooper. So you got Dak, and he's stable. He's a B quarterback, but you've had to move off people. And so what happened is good to very good quarterbacks got great contracts and the results were discouraging and disappointing. So the market sort of corrects. Now, Lamar's going to get paid, but when you've missed 10 of your last 22 starts for the Ravens and you have an unorthodox style of representation and you've gotten increasingly noisy, I think that leads to momentum not working in his favor and he's feeling a bit of a, a, bit of a pinch. Just ask yourself, outside of Patrick Mahomes, take the greatest of anything out. You can't use the greatest movie star to say that's the way Hollywood works or the, or the richest person in the world and say that's the way the world economy works. Let's take out Mahomes, who has the best offensive coach in football, and Mahomes is the most talented quarterback. Take that off the board. Let's talk everybody else. If you have a quarterback with a top five cap hit, you're not winning a Super Bowl. So Baltimore's like, our standard isn't Cleveland's laughable standard. Our standard's winning Super Bowls. Won it with Flacco, won it with Dilfer. We win Super Bowls. You can't if you have a quarterback with a top five cap hit outside of Mahomes. So I don't think this thing is that difficult to decipher. I think what that executive is saying is a lot of people have paid quarterbacks a lot of money. Minnesota was the first to do it, guaranteed to Kirk Cousins. What do they have to show for it? Dak got a lot of money. Now they're peeling off players and personnel. So it, it, this stuff, it's, it's business, momentum and timing. Sometimes companies get sold. They would not get sold a year later. So, you know, I mean, you know this, your stock market. When people retire in America, you try not to retire when the market has crashed. 
You, tie, you tend to retire. The market's up. You've got your money in your bonds. It's stable. The bond rate's good. Okay, now's a good time for a soft landing into retirement. Timing is everything in business, and the NFL is America's biggest sports business. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. So this OBJ story came out. According to Adam Schefter, the Baltimore Ravens have made an offer to Odell Beckham. Uh, the Jets are sort of in the mix. I, if I was the Jets, I'd stay away. Uh, I do think Baltimore is not very good at wide receiver. Uh, and I've said before, um, first of all, if the offer was big, like $20 million, OBJ would have signed it. It's not. My guess is it's half that, around $10 million. So I've, I've said before, if you if you have a, a wide receiving core that needs a pop, needs some juice, I'd love to have him as a two or a three. You can't build your franchise around him anymore. A little bit too much drama, too brittle, uh, not productive and consistent enough. But I'll give you an example of kind of where he fits. So Devontae Adams, let's let's take a star receiver. Devontae Adams is bigger, uh, is, is never missing. He only missed one game in the last two years. Uh, more productive significantly, less drama. He makes $28 million a year. Okay, so we know he's not that. Stephon Diggs uh, makes $24 million a year. He rarely misses games, highly productive. He does have a little bit of drama, but that's $24 million. Then you say Amari Cooper, he's also very productive, no drama, uh, rarely misses games, highly productive, and he makes $20 million. So I, I think there's people out there that think, well, OBJ is at least as good as Stephon Diggs, but this is a great example of what teams are looking for at a position-wide receiver where college football gives the NFL 20 a year, minimum, could be 30. It's the one position that college football furnishes pro football with, and it is a conveyor belt. It is a waterfall that never ends. Kids these days, the last 10 years, the money's at quarterback and wide receiver. It, and I've said this before, in the state of California, we got 30, what do we got, 38 million people or something like that? 37, 38 million people. It's a very fertile high school recruiting ground. There's, there's 15 Division I quarterbacks a year. There are 45, 50 receivers a year. There may be two elite running backs. California kids, smart, ahead of the curve. It's the position. You can't get a second great contract. So the bottom line is wide receiver. I mean, you go to these California passing camps. You look at the video. It's unbelievable. There are wide receivers everywhere in this state, and I'm not counting Georgia, Florida, Texas, Ohio, Pennsylvania. There's wide receiver talent everywhere. So better be careful. I think the term diva wide receiver no longer exists for a reason. You don't need it. There's just too much wide receiver talent out there. Even guys that drop in the draft, DK Metcalf becomes huge stars. So here's the thing. You look at that and you think, well, okay, he's not, he's not Devontae Adams in turn of productivity, and maybe he's not Stephon Diggs. Well, he's at least Amari Cooper. Here's what's interesting. Last three seasons, OBJ has 67 catches. Amari's got 78 last year and 238 in three years. OBJ is about a $7 to $8 million receiver. He is not worth half of Amari Cooper because you're going to get some drama. He's going to miss some games. You get neither of that with Amari Cooper, and he's also not very productive. Well, Colony was hurt. It's not my fault. It's not my problem. It's his reality. So if you even take 20 million Amari Cooper, he's not half as productive as Amari Cooper the last three seasons. Amari's got 240 catches. Last year, Amari had 78. And I believe, I don't have it in front of me, did he have six or nine touchdowns? Because OBJ is seen as more explosive as Amari, than Amari Cooper. But Amari Cooper gets into the end zone a lot. 
So my takeaway is he, I I would love to have him as a two or a three receiver, ideally a three, because of he's brittle. He gets hurt a lot. And he's not very productive because he's not available a lot. He's worth about $8 bucks to me on the market. The Ravens officially, according to Adam Schefter, have made an offer. Hey, it's me, Rob Parker. Check out my weekly MLB podcast, Inside the Parker, for 22 minutes of piping hot baseball talk featuring the biggest names and newsmakers in the sport. Whether you believe in analytics or the eye test, we've got all the bases covered. New episodes drop every Thursday, so do yourself a favor and listen to Inside the Parker with Rob Parker on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcast. Hi, it's the Herd. The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here. And DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. Any. That's right. To celebrate college basketball's most frenzied time of the year, it's here. DraftKings is giving new customers a shot to rack up bonus bets. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Code heard once again, new customers. Bet five and get 150 instantly in bonus bets. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Code heard. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Not only did Zen create the first ever nicotine pouch, we're still America's number one choice for smoke-free, spit-free nicotine satisfaction. It could be because Zen is made with only six simple ingredients, including naturally derived nicotine salt. Or maybe it's because Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day trial. For anyone worried Zen won't cut it like traditional tobacco, just ask one of the millions of people who have achieved lasting change. You have lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zin. Find your Zin online or in a store near you at zin.com slash find. That's zyn.com slash find.
Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. This is what I would do if I was a general manager, and I'll give you the reasons why. So we're just going to do the top 10 picks. Um, I, I think it's very interesting. It's going to be a very interesting draft, and here we go. Number one, Carolina takes Bryce Young. They can't Get the quarterback position right. He's the most refined. If I was the GM and I have an offensive coach in Frank Reich, I would give the ball to Bryce Young. Uh, Frank Reich has always made guys very efficient. He is viewed as a teacher on the offensive side who played the position. It is a winnable division. Frank Reich, I thought, was a great hire. This kid... You don't have to babysit him. He's a grown-up, sees the field, accurate, moves well. Yes, he's small, but he is the most complete quarterback available. Frank Reich played the position, and I believe he sees that and knows it. So I'm the GM. I'm giving my offensive coach the best quarterback. The Texans at two. I just hired D'Amico Ryans, right, as a general manager. What is he like? A quarterback that doesn't make mistakes. C.J. Stroud. I thought the Texans had a very good offseason. D'Amico Ryans has a chance to be a really good coach. Defensive coaches want to win with defense and field position. C.J. Stroud makes very few ugly mistakes. He's got the size. He's mobile enough. His comp is Jared Goff. Again, moves the football, can make big plays, not going to give you a ton off script. Defensive coaches don't necessarily love quarterbacks who go off script. C.J. Stroud to the Texans. I'm the GM of the Arizona Cardinals. I take Jalen Carter, arguably the best player in the draft. We just lost J.J. Watt. I've got a defensive coach. His side of the ball, his expertise is defense and front sevens. Listen, they had the second worst scoring defense. You've got a division with a lot of smart offensive coaches. Kyle Shanahan, Sean McVay. I want the best defensive interior line prospect in years. I'm the GM. I take Jalen Carter from Georgia. We got a trade. The Raiders move up. The Colts are rebuilding their team. They get additional picks. The Raiders move up from seven to four and take Will Levis. Listen, I got issues with Will Levis, but he is what Jimmy Garoppolo isn't. He's healthy, he's athletic, and he's got a big arm. Josh McDaniels, the new coach, sees himself as a bit of a quarterback guru. He took the very raw Tim Tebow in the first round, and Levis is a significantly better prospect. He'll have time a year to develop behind the mature Jimmy Garoppolo. Mature, maybe not personality, but he certainly is physically. He gives you what... Garoppolo doesn't. Stability in health and a big arm. Raiders move up to four. Seattle is going to take Will Anderson. Pete Carroll, defensive culture, will strongly consider Anthony Richardson. But Pete and John Snyder are going to make a case that this kid led college football in sacks over the last two years, six more than any other player. And I believe Pete Carroll believes It's a position of need, and he may be the best player in the draft. I think he'd take Jalen Carter here if available, who may be the best player. But if Will Anderson's available at five, and I think there's a chance, I have a hard time believing in a position of need with a defensive coach, they could pass on arguably the best player in the draft. They've got Geno. They can get a quarterback later. I think Seattle goes Will Anderson. 
The Lions hit a home run last year with defensive end Aiden Hutchison. They stay on defense, which was the worst in the league last year statistically. Get Miles Murphy, the edge rusher. Now between Hutchison and Miles Murphy in a division where Detroit and Minnesota can score points. And, you know, you don't know what Jordan Love's going to be. This is an organization that has been bad defensively for years. They solved their cornerback issue in free agency. Now they solidify their pass rush. Lions take Miles Murphy. The Colts got additional picks moved down from four to seven for the Raiders. I think they're going to get into the Lamar sweepstakes potentially after the draft or bottom out, they're going to get Paris Johnson, the best left tackle. They allowed a lot of sacks. The AFC's got a lot of good pass rushers. This kid is a monster. 315, good feet, six, six and a half. Second most sacks in the league last year allowed by the Colts. It's a position of need. It's one of the four most important positions, maybe top three in the league. They can get a quarterback later or start negotiating with Lamar Jackson after the draft, or get in the Caleb Williams sweepstakes. They've needed a left tackle last couple of years. They nab him. Atlanta at eight needs playmakers in the back end. They just brought in safety Jesse Bates. They get Christian Gonzalez, the playmaking long athletic corner from Oregon, who I think is going to be a steal at eight. I think he's a great, great player. Again, this defense needs work. Last year, they only had 17 takeaways all season. They need some playmakers. This kid's special teams defense will get you the football. He's just a really big-time athlete. Maybe looked about as impressive as any individual athlete at the draft. Atlanta goes corner. The Bears go with Tyree Wilson, long athletic edge rusher. Remember, defensive coach, coach defensive culture, 14 sacks for this kid last two years, and the Bears defense had the fewest pressures and the fewest sacks in the league last year. So he is an absolute position of need. Many people see him arguably very close to the best edge rusher. Last year, their first two picks were defensive players. They both hit. They've got an eye for it, a history for it, and they've also stocked up on offensive pieces in free agency so they can go back to defense in the draft at the top. And the Eagles at 10, what would I do? Again, this exercise has been, what would I do? I would go get Peter Skoronsky, the offensive lineman from Northwestern that can play all five positions. Jason Kelsey probably leaves after the year. Northwestern does really well with old linemen. Lane Johnson re-signed at right tackle, but he's getting older. Philadelphia wants to absolutely protect. I would, Jalen Hurts, so I would go to the offensive line. You're good at receiver. I mean, if you, if you start looking at what the, you're good at quarterback, you're good at receiver, you're always good at tight end. My only concern on the more important part of the game offense is the offensive line, which is getting old. I'm going to go get another great Northwestern offensive lineman. There is my mock draft. That is what I would do if I was a general manager, which I've told you for years is my dream gig if I didn't talk for a living. And uh, there you go. I, I, I literally, it was so much fun for me. I hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> Want more Herd? The Herd streams 24 hours a day, seven days a week within the iHeartRadio app. Search Herd to listen live or on demand whenever you'd like. The NBA's got a new collective bargaining agreement. The most important move in it, I don't care about positionless basketball much. 
uh, is that you must play at least 65 games. This is something we've suggested. I said closer to 70 uh, of the 82 games to win awards to motivate star players who have like award bonuses to play. It's a bummer. You have to do that. But I think this needs to be noted. The, the, the people that hate the NBA always have the strongest opinions on it, right? They, they don't really care about it, but they, they've got big, strong opinions on it. I like the NBA. Every league in this country, every sport has a flaw. NASCAR, the fan base is too old. Hockey, relevance. Most of us don't grow up with it or play it. NFL, concussions. Baseball, pace of play. NBA, stars sitting. Uh, college basketball, men's college basketball, one and done culture. None are a hundred percent solvable. Baseball will get faster, but some people just are bored by the sport. Too many games, too much content, not enough time to sit down and give that sport a hundred nights a year. Gretzky made hockey a little more interesting for a while, but it gets buried. It always has my entire life in this industry. So, frankly, the NBA creating this, that you got to play 65 games to get the awards, I think it's a step in the right direction, but it's not completely solvable. Concussions are not completely solvable in the NFL. It's big men tackling each other. NASCAR, frankly, left turns for hours, doesn't attract 18 to 27-year-olds. Not many of them. Not everything is solvable. I do think NBA's new analytics are telling you and telling players and doctors, don't play guys back-to-back. If you play guys back-to-back, greater chance for injuries. And with the money this day and age in the NBA, you want to get another contract. So I don't think it's solvable. I think it is a step in the right direction. I think the NFL has moved in the right direction with safety protocols. Um... But I look at all this stuff, and my takeaway is you either like the NBA or you don't. I think it's got a hole. I think it's trying to solve to some degree or modify that hole, but it's never perfect. The NFL will always have a regulated level of violence. UFC, it's always going to turn off some people. It's just too violent. You can be growing. I mean, one of the only sports that doesn't really have a huge hole is women's basketball where it's getting more athletic. The stars return year after year. Uh, it's just controversial enough and personality filled enough to draw attention. I guess its hole would be, it's not as good as men's basketball. It's not as athletic, certainly an argument, but I mean, I, I think we know the best men's team in college would beat the best women's team, right? Probably badly, but um, all you can do is try to solve and mitigate some of your issues. All sports have them, not just the NBA. And the people that don't like it always complain and talk about it the most. Speaking of the NBA, Andrew Wiggins is now in the Bay Area. Steve Kerr, the coach, said recently he has worked out every day while he's been away from the team. So, as you know, uh, I like dynasties. I think they're interesting. And generally, basketball dynasties have two or three things. Um, Stars, a really good coach, and a really smart culture like the Heatles, like the Spurs, the Warriors qualify in that box as well. So Wiggins, although many of you thought he was a bust years ago, he's absolutely irreplaceable on this team because they have no scoring in the front court or in the wings. All their scoring's at guard. So he's become incredibly valuable. He's a likable kid. Everybody likes him. He's twitchy. He can play defense. He can take over games for brief moments. So um, the Western Conference standings today – 
uh, you'd have Sacramento facing the Golden State Warriors. And why I think that is interesting, I think that is the perfect match. Of all the good teams in the West for the Warriors to face, I think Sacramento, for four or five reasons, is the best team they could face. First of all, what are the Warriors? The most experienced playoff team. What are the Kings? The least experienced playoff team. Edge Golden State. Number two is the Warriors are loaded at guard. They've got offensive guards, catch and shoot guards, defensive guards. The catalyst for the Kings is their star guard, De'Aaron Fox. The Warriors can throw a lot at him in a series. Number three is this is a really old team that's been bad on the road. It may not be a big advantage, but there's no travel. You can bust it there in two hours, three hours. Very little travel for an old team. Old teams, you know, you want your old team being comfortable at home, having rest. This will not be a big travel series with Sacramento. The fourth thing is their coach, Mike Brown, is a former Warrior assistant. So they know Mike's tendencies as a coach. Now, you could say Mike knows Steve Kerr's tendencies, but the superior coach would be Kerr because he's got the rings and all that gravitas stuff. Brown's a good coach, but they know him really well, and they know what he likes really well. So I think if they can get about 60% of Wiggins in round one, and I think that's reasonable, he'll be in shape, but not quite playoff shape, maybe gives you 20, 22 minutes, which would be moved up to 32 minutes in later rounds. But if he could give you 10 minutes a half, gives you a little front court scoring, good on-ball defender, really smart, easy-to-coach player who makes good decisions in crisis, I think the Kings actually, there's a bunch of boxes, edge Golden State. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply.